The Tennessee Titans look awful. So how many more wins should we really expect? I'm going to give you my prediction on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. Today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. The Titans are looking pretty terrible right now. How many more wins will they get? I'm going to give you my prediction. Also, who should be back on the Titans next year? Derrick Henry return. I'm going to go through the list, and we're going to look at some players who have regressed so far this year that need to get better by this time next year. Before we get into all that, I do want to thank you guys for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first listen Each and every day, remember Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year long on all apps and always for free. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed to the Locked on Titans podcast. It's your team every day. Shout out to my everydayers out there tuning in Monday through Friday all week long. Couldn't do it without you guys. Tomorrow, crossover Thursday with Tony Wiggins from Locked on Jags, my OG, the guy who Helped me along when I first started with this great company that is locked on. I love talking to Tony. You guys will really enjoy the conversation as well. Friday will be game plan Friday where I go over just how the Titans can get a win against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So don't miss any of that. But we're going to go game by game here. And I'm giving you guys a little bit of a spoiler. I know a little bit of a spoiler for my prediction for later in the week. But it's uh, vital to the conversation. I think the Titans lose this weekend on the road to the Jacksonville Jaguars. You guys let me know down below. Do you think the Titans are winning this game against Jacksonville this weekend? Because the Titans have lost eight straight games on the road. They could only muster six points against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers team that had lost four straight games. They were on the road. I'm sorry. I'm not expecting much from the Titans this weekend. So don't expect much positivity from me when it comes to my prediction for the score of that game. So I have the Titans losing. That game against Jacksonville. Jacksonville's defense is improved. Obviously, they have the weapons on the offense. And look, Jacksonville may not have been great on offense so far this year. They've gotten a lot of turnovers. The defense has played well. But there's no better get-right game for your passing game than the Tennessee Titans secondary. So, a little worried about that one. I'm going to say that the Titans lose this weekend in Jacksonville. After that, the Titans come home in Week 12 and take on the Panthers. I, I mean... If you look at the rest of the schedule for the Titans, the Panthers are probably the only team that's worse than the Titans. The only team. I believe the Titans have a better coach. I believe the Titans have a better quarterback. Um, I believe the Titans have better wide receivers, which is crazy to say. They don't have a better offensive line, though. That's fact, even though Carolina's isn't that good. Uh, The Titans are going to be playing that game at home against the Panthers. And I think the Titans win that game. I think that's a, you know, a 21-17-er. The Titans win that game over the Panthers. Mike Vrabel owns Frank Reich. It's just what it is. 
And again, I think the Titans are a better team. And they're at home. I think the Titans win that game. If you're worried about the Titans getting Marvin Harrison Jr., you're going to have to be in the top three picks of the draft. If the Titans lose that game to the Panthers, now we are talking about a draft pick, okay? I don't think they lose that game, but just keep that mark there. If the Titans lose at home to the Carolina Panthers, whoo, boy, things are bad, all right? Things are bad. Titans are bad now, but they shouldn't be losing at home to the Panthers, all right? They shouldn't. Uh, then the Titans play another home game against the Colts. I think the Titans win that game. Um, I think teams are pretty similar, to be honest with you. And at home, I think the Titans find a way to squeak that one out. With Garner Minshew, he's kind of regressing with more tape on him, and he hasn't been playing as well in the last few weeks. The defense is having their struggles. Uh, they've been making some plays, though, as well. So I, I think I think that'll be a tight one, but I think the Titans beat the Colts at home. Then you go week 14 at the Miami Dolphins. I'm not spending a lot of time here. Do you think the Titans are beating the Dolphins? Because I sure don't, okay? Give me a break. The Titans, or the Dolphins could sleepwalk and score more points than the Titans by accident, okay? So no way the Titans are beating the Dolphins in Miami, no. Uh, then at home against the Texans in the Oilers jerseys against Houston, I can already see the narrative there of C.J. Stroud, Batman coming in to beat the mean Titans who stole Houston's jerseys. You can see the narrative. You can see the narrative coming a mile away. You really can. But I think the Titans win that one, boosted by the Oilers jerseys, the excitement of the crowd, it being a home game, Levis versus Stroud, all that. I think the Titans actually do pull that one out. But that's the one game on here where I'm like, I could see that going the other way. I mean, the Texans look good, man. They're 5-4. and four. They've beaten some good teams. They could, they could just be a way better team than the Titans in Spoken, but I got a feeling the Titans show some pride in the Oiler jerseys uh, at home against the Texans in Week 15. Then you have a home game against the Seattle Seahawks. I just think the Seahawks are a better team. Uh, I think the Titans will play that game tight, though, at home. That's a game I could see them winning, uh, but I think ultimately Seattle wins at the end because they're just a better team. Then Week 17 at Houston. Not winning that game on the road. And then week 18, home against Jacksonville. This is interesting because Jacksonville could either not be in a position to get the number one seed and be resting their guys because their seed is locked in at three or four after winning the division, of course. Or they could be fighting for the number one seed and wanting to go for it. So it could go either way, but right now, as a default answer, without knowing the exact circumstances, I'm going to have to say the Titans lose that one too. Jacksonville's just a much better team than the Titans. It's just the truth. Home or away, doesn't really matter to me. I think Jacksonville wins those games. Uh, so just to keep track here, I got the Titans winning three more games this year. Home against the Panthers, home against the Colts, home against the Texans. And that would make the Titans 6-11. and 11 which I think would get them the eighth or the ninth pick, maybe the seventh pick at best, depending on who they beat and how that all shakes out. So six and 11 with a top eight pick, dangerous. Dangerous if you're wanting to get Olaf Ashanu, if you're wanting to get Joe All, if you want to swing at Marvin Harrison Jr., you're not getting those guys, getting a shot at those guys without having like a top six pick. That's just the way that it looks like right now. Things could change drastically, but it's hard to see it changing much. So... Six and 11 is what I have. 
The game against the Texans in week 15 at home, I could definitely see the Titans losing that game. But I think at minimum, at minimum, 5-12. and 12. And honestly, 5-12 and 12 is probably what's best for them going forward because that would lock them in to a much better pick. But let me know down below, how many wins do you think the Titans get the rest of the season? Uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. But I think they get a couple of more wins at home. We are going to get into which Tennessee Titans right now should be back next year. I'm going to go over my list on offense and defense. Plus, we're going to talk about second-year disappointments, third-year disappointments, and guys that have to improve by next season. Before we get into all of that, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a high-stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. It is so simple to create a post on LinkedIn Jobs. So easy. All you have to do is create a free job post, add that job and the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile, and they're going to spread the word that you're hiring. They offer simple tools like screening questions, they make it really easy to focus on the right candidates with the right skills and experience to quickly prioritize who you want to interview and then ultimately hire. It's why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on NFL. That's linkedin.com slash Locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. Also want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. So all you got to do is bet $5 on any team to win. And if that team wins, you're going to get $150. And I... Hate to be this way, Titans fans, but placing a $5 money line bet on the Jacksonville Jaguars this week at home against the Titans seems like a great way to get your 150 bucks in bonus bets to me. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there is no better time to get in on the action. The app is so easy to use. They have a wide range of betting options, spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. Make sure that you visit FanDuel. Dot com slash locked on. That's L O C K E D O N. FanDuel.com slash locked on to get the NFL season going. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Titans fans, let's continue today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We just talked about what I think the Titans record will be the rest of the season. I got the Titans at 6 and 11, winning 3 home games. I think 5 and 12 is definitely on the table depending on how that home Houston game goes. Let me know your guys' predictions for the Titans record down below. But now, I want to talk about some Tennessee Titans who could be back on the team next year because this conversation in this episode, we're really looking at what the Titans need to do for next year. Talk about what the record will be, how that impacts the draft, of course. But now I want to go through a list of players on offense and defense and just say who I think the Titans should bring back, who I don't think the Titans should bring back. Talk about maybe how much money they might be getting. 
follow along with me down below in the comments. Let me know who should the Titans bring back, yes or no, on each player. Number one, we got to talk about Derrick Henry. Before we talk about Derrick Henry, though, do want to thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Want to let you guys know Locked On has launched the first ever national 24 7 sports streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24 7, covering the top sto- uh, sports stories of the day. You get local experts from all the Locked On shows, national shows. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24 7 streaming channel. So awesome. So proud of Locked On for what we're doing over here. But, Derek Henry, I'm going to say yes. I am going to say yes. Now, It's all about the money on this one. The reality is, in the NFL these days, rather than pay Derrick Henry $16 million or even $12 million or even $10 million, I would rather have three $2 million running backs who total $6 million than to pay Derrick Henry and then a couple of backups even more. That's just the way that I view it now. So I have two options here for the Titans. Either you bring Derrick Henry back for $6 million. Five, $6 million is what uh, um, Dalvin Cook got this year to go back to the Jets. Okay? Rushing yards in the NFL are way down this year because it's just the way that it's going. You cannot build a winning team around the run game anymore. All right? It's too impossible to be consistently efficient. Okay? So the Titans... Either have to let Derrick Henry go to somebody who's going to pay a lot more than they are, or they're going to have to pay Derrick Henry like every other run-of-the-mill running back, like a Dalvin Cook for $6 million. So you bring Tajay Spears back. You bring Derrick Henry back for $5, 6000000 million. And now you could you don't have to give Derrick Henry a million carries because you're paying him a million dollars. Now you can build a more balanced offense where instead of being the toolbox... Derrick Henry is a tool within the offense. That is what the Titans should do going forward. Now, if Derrick Henry doesn't want to do that, and Derrick Henry wants to try to go out and get a big payday, you go ahead, King. Thank you so much. I'll take Tajay Spears and Zach Moss for $4 million next year. That's simple. I'd rather pay Zach Moss and Tajay Spears $4 million, $5 million combined than pay Derrick Henry and Tajay Spears $10 million. Period. It's that simple. It's about asset management. It's about resource allocation. I'm not doing it. So if Derrick Henry wants to take $6 million a year, come on back and be a part of this offense, not the whole offense. Okay? Moving forward, DeAndre Hopkins, yes. $15, $16 million. It's in between. Yes. I'm bringing Hopkins back for that. Trevon Wesco, no. Supposed to be the best blocking tight end in the NFL. Loses blocks all game long, every week. He's gotten better throughout the year, but not worth it. Try something else. Uh, Andre Dillard, no. And again, I got to make this point. I made it on Twitter, but if you're somebody who is using Andre Dillard's contract to crap on Rand Carthon, I just don't know what to tell you. You're saying three years, 30 million. No, the contract structure is totally different. If you look into it, it's really like a two-year deal worth $17 million for the Titans which is below average offensive tackle pay for a season. Who cares? They can move on from him after the year with $7 million in dead cap. 
They're going to have $100 million in cap space. It was a dart throw to see if a guy who had been on the bench and was a former first-round pick would work out. And if it didn't work out, you could get rid of him with very minimal financial repercussions. You guys don't understand contract structure in the NFL if you think the Andre Dillard contract was some atrocity for Rand Carthon. That's all I got to say about that. But no, you don't bring him back. Let someone else be your swing tackle. Try somebody else. You know that he can't get anything done for you when you need him, even if he's a backup. Daniel Brunskill, yes. He got paid $5 million this year. I would bring him back for $5 million again. Brunskill has been solid. Same thing. Chris Hubbard. You want to pay Chris Hubbard $3 million to come back and either, you know, really swing tackle would be great if he was your number one backup tackle was Chris Hubbard. That would be great. I'm leaning towards Jonah Williams at right tackle and then drafting a left tackle. That is my plan right now as it develops. Uh, but Chris Hubbard coming back as the swing tackle, or even if the Titans want to go Chris Hubbard as the starter at right tackle and really go for an improved left tackle, I'm here for that too. I would listen to that. But either way, Hubbard is a good option to bring back as depth at $3 million like you paid him this year. He's an older player. It's not like he's all of a sudden going to get a big bump in salary. Same thing with Brunskill. They played well, but there's it's not like they're going to get paid more. Uh, Aaron Brewer. Look, if Aaron Brewer is your fifth best offensive lineman, I'm okay with it. Brewer has been improved this year, I would say, from last year at guard. He's much more of a center than he is a guard. I think we knew that all along, and it's been proven true. Um, but I would bring Brewer back. I want to draft an interior offensive lineman in the middle rounds to compete with Aaron Brewer, who's a bigger-bodied guy, but I would bring Aaron Brewer back. So Hubbard, Brunskill, Brewer, that's good depth on the offensive line. I'd bring those guys back. So... There we go. With Hopkins, Henry for the right price, I would bring these guys back for sure. On defense, Danico Autry, I'm sorry. He's at $9 million. I think there's a team out there that would pay him more for one season than the Titans will. Time to look for a younger option, start developing some younger players to play that role. Uh, Autry has been good this year. I wish the Titans would have traded him because um, I think he would have had some value, but he just doesn't win as consistently one-on-one -on -one as he used to. And with that being said, you know, it's just time to go. He's going to be 34 next year. It's just time to find younger players to build around. Um, Aziz, I don't really care. The Titans could try somebody else. He misses a lot of tackles. Didn't give great effort in that game against Tampa Bay at times, which was concerning. So I'm okay with moving on from Aziz. He's just a just another guy. That is a very common phrase in NFL lore. A jag. J-A-G. Jag. Just another guy. Aziz. Daniel Brunskill, these are average players who you could replace with better but can do the job for cheap. They're just another guy, okay? And that's Aziz. So if you want to rotate him with somebody else, sure. You know, look at the Dolphins. They paid David Long $5 million per season. He's been solid. You can find cheap linebacker play in the NFL. You don't need to uh, break the bank there. So they could find somebody else. Uh, Sean Murphy Bunting, I'd like to see back, though. And I don't think he's going to get paid a lot more. I think if the Titans gave him a, a two-year deal worth $16 million, I think that would be fair for a number two cornerback. Sean Murphy Bunting's been fine this year, okay? Christian Fulton, no. Let him move on. Go somewhere else. He's a free agent. Not going to be worth the money. Uh, Caleb Farley, it's time to let him go now. I have said for the whole last offseason, it's not time to get rid of Caleb Farley because it financially didn't make sense. It will make financial sense this year in the offseason to get rid of Caleb Farley. And then finally, Tier Tart, I'm a maybe. I mean, the Titans' run defense hasn't been that great. He's a nose tackle. The Titans found Tier Tart as an undrafted free agent. So don't trick yourself into thinking the Titans couldn't find another undrafted free agent that they could make into another Tier Tart. 
You know what I mean? I just don't like breaking the bank for a nose tackle when you need an edge rusher, when you need a cornerback, when you need a wide receiver, when you need an offensive line. There are just, think, running back, middle linebacker, nose tackle. I'm not paying money at those positions. I'm not. Simply not. The other positions are far too important, and they require much more attention, not only with your assets, but financially. So, I'm just, I'm leery of paying a nose tackle that much money anyway. Tart isn't going to be out there rushing the pass or on third downs consistently. I don't want to give a big contract to a guy who's a two-down player. Sorry, not for me, just my philosophy and how I view football and roster construction. So, with that being said, we are going to move forward because there are guys who will be on this team next year that just have to play a lot better. So, we're going to talk about those players in just a second. Before we do, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Look, you don't have to play against a bunch of bots, a thousand lineups from sharps and pros like other daily fantasy outlets. With Prize Picks, it's just you against the Prize Picks projections. So, Prize Picks has a projection for every player. Derrick Henry, 75 rushing yards. Will Levis, two touchdowns. Uh Trevor Lawrence, 200 passing yards. All you do is pick 2 to 6 players and say whether the player is going to do more or less. And now, you could combine sports together. So you could do Derrick Henry rushing yards and LeBron James three-pointers. Go Lakers. In-season tournament, baby. Like, you could put all those together to make lineups. They have this awesome community pool where you have, like, people like Meek Mill and comedian Andrew Schultz give their community plays as well. It's awesome stuff. Make sure that you guys go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code Locked On NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, that's prizepicks.com slash Locked On NFL. Use the code Locked On NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. It's Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports Made Easy. Titans fans, let's cap off today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. We talked about how many more wins the Titans would get. Again, let me know your predictions down below. We talked about which Tennessee Titans who are set to leave should be brought back. Let me know how you feel about my picks there. Now I want to get in some guys who have been disappointments this year, who I expect to be on the team next year, who have to improve and have to get better by next season. Before we get into it, uh, thank you guys again for making Locked on Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. Tomorrow's crossover Thursday, Friday, game plan Friday. Then I'm going to have my instant reaction to the game against the Jacksonville Jaguars on Sunday as well. So make sure that you guys tune in to all that. Get subscribed, stay subscribed, throw a thumbs up, blah, blah, blah. We move forward. All right, look, who has gotten better this year? I started hinting at that on uh, my reaction show on Sunday night. Who has gotten better on the Titans this year? My answer would be Roger McCreary, but it's just because they moved him in the slot and he looked terrible when they moved, let him play on the outside against Tampa Bay. You know why? Because he's got short arms and he's not an outside corner. He's a slot corner. He can't play outside. Said it since he was drafted. All right. He does not have long enough arms to win at the catch point on the boundary in isolated situations. Christian Fulton is too small, not physical enough, so he struggles there too. That's why they went and got Sean Murphy Bunting, who hasn't struggled with that. 
Woo. Anyways, Roger McCreary has gotten better, though, but it's because they put him in the slot. Aaron Brewer has gotten better, but it's because they put him at center. Dylan Radens has gotten better. All right. Dylan Radens has been good when he's played this year outside of playing left tackle against Tampa Bay, where he did not look good. But if they see him as a guard, looks like they may have been right about that. And he's probably a guard. He has been a lot better this year at guard. I think there's a chance the Titans let Daniel Brunskill go and play Dylan Radens at right guard next year. I think that's a possibility. Uh, Jack Gibbons has improved. Gibbons has had his struggles at times, but he played pretty well early in the season. And compared to his undrafted free agent self last year, it is only fair to say that Jack Gibbons has improved. And then Kyle Phillips has improved, but Kyle Phillips is just healthy. He kind of looks exactly like he did last year when he was healthy too, right? So, I mean, to me, the improvements for this team have really come from slotting guys in the correct position, which you had them out of position last year because your team was so bad. So, outside of that, Traylon Burks hasn't gotten better. Chica Conquo hasn't gotten better. Nicholas Petit-Ferrer got way worse. Elijah Molden, they moved him to safety to try. Elijah Molden has never come even close to looking as productive and, and good as he did his rookie season when he was an early down slot corner. Monty Rice, said to be a starter this year. Lost his job to an undrafted free agent who has had his struggles as well. Harold Landry, now coming off the ACL, we know why. Rashad Weaver had five and a half sacks last year. Inactive, two straight games. So he's gotten so much worse that he can't even be active? After having five and a half sacks last year on a team that can't get any pressure? It's all confusing. So to me, and you look at the names, I would try to trade Traylon Burks in the offseason. I would try to draft a wide receiver in the second round. I would try to sign a good wide receiver this year, which there are some good names out there. T. Higgins, number one on my list. I would try to go draft a wide receiver in the mid-rounds because Hopkins is an older player, all right? So let's not act like Hopkins is a long-term solution. If you could have T. Higgins outside, one of the good wide receivers, there's like eight or nine good wide receivers in this draft coming up. You could have T. Higgins on the outside, one of those really good wide receivers from the second round on the other side, and then DeAndre Hopkins working the slot next year with NWI as your wide receiver five, who's your backup outside physical guy, Chris Moore, who's your wide receiver, who's another backup outside physical guy, and then Kyle Phillips, who's your backup slot guy. That is a great wide receiver group. That looks good. You could trade Traylon Burks for a third or fourth round pick. I know you're losing value on that. It's going to hurt, but that's the right thing to do, in my opinion, if you can get any kind of value for him now. Um, Chig has fallen off. Josh Wiley needs a better better progression here. I'm hoping Josh Wiley is tight end one next year, and then Chig Okonkwo can fall back into that tight end two role, which makes a lot more sense for him, in my opinion. I mean, NPF is going to be on the team, whether it's a swing tackle, whether they try him as guard. He's got to improve. He's got to be worth something. Elijah Molden, if they're going to have him as a starting safety, has to get better. Monty Rice may or may not be on the team. He's liking some stuff on Twitter that I wonder how Mike Vrabel would feel about hearing about that. Interesting. Uh, Weaver, I don't, I don't, I mean, if he's inactive two games in a row and he's inactive the rest of the season, I don't think the Titans are going to keep him on the roster next year, but he should be. And then I think Harold Landry does get better next year. But at the end of the day, if those players, Burks, Chig, MPF, Molden, Rice, Weaver, Landry, if those guys don't improve by next year, 
it's going to be a tough year next year as well. You can't have all these young players, all of your recent draft picks just not play well. You're a high-priced guy like Harold Landry not play well. You just can't have it. It's not going to work. All right. So with that being said, though, let me know how you guys feel about all this down below. Um, it's going to be something that we monitor the rest of the way. You know, this season is about next year at this point now. But that is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.